Welcome to the Beware the Moon podcast. My name is Hannah, and I am your host on this podcast. Uh, I realized the other day that I did not... I have yet to do a review on 2020's movie Host. And that's honestly a crime. I should be ashamed of myself. So uh, 2020, as you probably are all aware, was the year of the pandemic. During that time, a ton of movies were pushed off and pushed back on their release dates. Um, I remember I had been waiting for quite a while for uh, the Candyman remake, and that got pushed back, I think, three times. Um, But instead, this of pushing any movies back or out or whatever, these guys who did host decided it would be a really good idea to do a movie based in the pandemic and what was going on during the pandemic. So Rob Savage is the director, and he and his friends kind of just uh, got together and were like, hey, let's make a movie. He's got some acting friends, and he's got some film friends and some makeup friends. And so they all kind of got together to uh, make this movie, and it kind of just started as an idea in his head, um, and then it slowly evolved. And I've, I've heard that there's not really a script for this movie. They were kind of just given beats to hit. Um, and because all the actresses, except, well, Teddy's not an actress, so all the actresses kind of knew each other. Teddy is the only outlier, but the rest of them are all actually friends. Um, and because of that, it kind of, like, dialogue flows really smoothly in this movie. The improv is really good. Um, the lines are really, really fun. Um, it kind of starts off slow, but once it picks up, it's really, really fun. Um, and for those of you who are like hardcore horror movie people, this movie's gonna get you a few times, but you're not gonna be up at night or anything about like that. But it's a really fun movie to watch with a group of friends who are not very into horror. Um, if you're looking something for something to just you know throw on at a, a friend party and you're looking to spook your friends, this is a perfect perfect fit for that. My older brother, I actually made him watch it, and uh, I have selfies of me. <laughs> just sitting there on the couch with him while he's hiding his face in his hand. <laughs> uh, because the tension in this movie is real. Um, and this movie, it's not anything, like, crazy inventive. It's not anything, like, super story thick. It's a 65-minute movie, um, and it it's a breeze to watch, and it's a fun watch. So if you're looking for something in-depth with lots of mystery, this is not it. Um, this is just a fun, quick haunting. And personally, I enjoy it a lot. I'll put it on when I just want something in the background going. Um, and I also, like I said, it's based in the pandemic. And the whole f- film is like, the, the perspective is Zoom, a Zoom call. Which I think is hilarious and also just ingenious. Uh, I think in 20 years, you know, we'll look back and be like, man, yep, those were the days. Because this is the only movie I've seen that really captures what it felt like to be in the pandemic. So if you want some pandemic nostalgia because you're a crackhead or whatever, uh, this is also a good movie for that. But it's also just a fun movie to to just enjoy. Like, it's genuinely got lots of tension. The characters are... Even the ones that I don't care for are likable to an extent, and the dialogue is a lot of fun, and the stunts are really cool. Um, I guess the director kind of talked to the stunt team, Lucky 13 Action, and 
they were like, hey, the stunt guys were like, hey, what do you want us to do? And they were like, I don't know, what can you do? And then they kind of like sent them a list and they went from there. Like I said, the movie's not really story heavy. Um, so it starts off, uh, it's a Zoom call and uh, this girl Haley invites her friend Gemma. And then their other friends, Emma, Caroline, and Radina join them. And they set it up. They have really fun dialogue. Um, there's a funny comment about, uh, one of them coughs and they're like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine guys. I'm not sick at all. And they're like, it's crazy. You have to cover a cough with a fart now. (laughs) And I was like, yep, I remember those days. But, um, we've got this friend group and it turns out that they are going to do a Zoom seance, which is a really weird, like fun activity to try with your friends. Um, I would not recommend it. Um, Even before watching this movie, I would not have recommended it. So they're joined by their friend Ted, who is with his new girlfriend, quarantining, and he's got some funny comments about things. And this movie is actually really kind of clever. You don't have to pay attention to the movie, but if you do, it just enriches your experience. Like I said, I kind of put it on in the background the first time I watched it and I wasn't that into it, but then it sucked me in. And now I just kind of have it on in the background in general when I just need something, some kind of noise in the background. But, um, like Caroline shows them her background, um, for her Zoom meetings is her walking into the room and getting something out of her dresser and getting on her phone. And Emma shows them the different filters that you can do on a Zoom call And then uh, Teddy talks about his Nan's music box, and also he's showing them this clown. And everything kind of, like, stuff comes back around, which is super cool. So they're kind of, like, poking fun at everything, and Haley, who is, like, one of the main girls in the group who set up the whole seance, she's like, hey guys, you know... Salen is gonna be here, she's the lady doing the seance, she's in the waiting room, so please just, like, be respectful, not that I think you won't, but, you know, she does this for me a lot, so just be really nice to her, yada yada, take it seriously, because she does. And they're like, oh, can we take a shot every time she says astral plane? And they're like, yeah, I'm game. So already you're like, oh, that's not a good sign. So when Salem comes in, she's explaining the seance stuff to them. She's like, we're doing it over Zoom, so I don't know how safe we'll be. You know, we have to be very focused and, you know, your candle's important, yada, yada. Typical spooky stuff. And then uh, as they're focusing to call the spirits, Ted gets taken away by his girlfriend And so the girls are pissed, and she's like, let's not let this, you know, deter us. Like, let's focus back up, blah, blah, blah. So they're sitting there, and they think they hear a noise. And they're like, what the heck is that? And um, they hear the noise again, and then Salem's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's actually my my order. I ordered something. She leaves, and they're like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, jeez. And I thought to myself, like, the fifth time I watched this, I was like, wouldn't it suck if you did seances for other people for a living, but you could only ever call your own ghosts? Like, that would be so fucking disappointing. <laughs> You'd just be like, Dad, yes, I know. I love you. I miss you. Please leave. I'm trying <laughs> trying to do a seance so they can talk to their dead parents. You're being selfish, Dad. <laughs> but anyway, um, Salem leaves, and they're kind of like, oh, you know, and they're like, are we paying her for this? Like, what's going on? And then she comes back, and she apologizes again. Sorry, I got caught by on. She apologizes again for the interruption. And they're trying to see if they've called a spirit. 
and Gemma stands up and is freaking out and she says that she felt pain on her neck and so you know Salen's like is there a name that's coming to mind and she says Jack he was a boy I knew from school he was really nice to me one time when I cracked my head open uh he hanged himself and so they're they're all like oh no you know poor Gemma and she starts crying and everything and uh Salen's like trying to get them to call out to the spirit but as she's talking something behind her on the shelf just flies off the shelf and her feet cuts out um so they're like, oh my goodness, and they're all worried about Gemma, but as it turns out, Gemma was fucking around. She was like, oh, ho, ho, just kidding, I made up Jack. Everything was really boring, so I just made it up. And of course, Haley's pissed. She's like, I'm gonna go pee. So everyone goes to pee, and when they get back, Haley's still pissed. And uh, Gemma's like, oh, Haley can't take a joke, and they're all, like, arguing, and then all of a sudden, Haley's chair gets pulled away with Haley in it, and they're like, what the fuck? And Haley's like, obviously we've called something. We've got to talk to it. Guys, if something is pulling your chair away from your table, that's not a good sign. Nice spirits don't do those things. Do not talk to it. Anyway, so they're like calling out to it. Stuff is happening in Caroline's house. So Caroline hears things going on in her attic. And she's got an attic that it's like a flat board on the ceiling that you pull down and then it's got a typical folding attic ladder and she's about to go up there with them on the zoom and then she's like at the last second she's like nope nope not going up there smart decision she gets even smarter and goes and grabs a selfie stick and puts the girls up there with the selfie stick and I was like genius brilliant good job Caroline that's final girl material right there but Caroline she puts them up there and she's you know turning the selfie stick so they can see what's going on and you see feet hanging and they're like oh gosh so then Caroline gets down and they're like Caroline get out of there get out of there she goes back to her room she's freaking out and then Haley at this point I think it's when Haley we also have uh, Emma's glass breaks so Haley decides like we need to stop um, so they call Salen back, and Salen's like, it's probably just a spirit trying to talk to us. Like, there's no reason to freak out. You know, it's probably just Jack, like Gemma was saying. Have you tried asking if it's Jack, Gemma? And Gemma's like, oh, shit, because, like, obviously she's caught now. You know, she's got nowhere to go. And uh, Haley's like, Haley doesn't make things better, which I love. She's like, I don't know, Gemma. Have we asked if it's Jack? <laughs> and Gemma's like, she has to say it she's like he's not real and Salen's like he he's not real as in he never existed or he's not real as in he said something and we just didn't hear him which is the dumbest question I've ever heard but after after she says it and explains like the situation you understand why she's asking because it's a hopeful question you know she's like please tell me they're not fucking around because they're about to find out like that's kind of why she's asking so they're like, no, he's not real. Gemma made him up. And she's like, oh, this is not good. You know, you've essentially created an identity that any spirit can put on. Like, think of it like a mask. Any spirit can wear that mask and come through and do whatever it wants. And she's like, hopefully it's just another spirit um, if we're lucky. And they're like, well, what if Caroline's crying? And she's like, well, what if we're not lucky? And uh, they're like, what if we're not lucky, Salen? And she's like, well then it's a demon and they're of course they're like oh and I'm like yeah you done fucked around you've got to find out so Salen's like let's call out to the spirit one knock for yes spirit two knocks for no and they're like are you 
do you have a message for us? And instead of knocking, a light flashes. And Haley's like, oh, a light flashed. And so they're like, okay. So they have a message. And so Salem's like, let's all ask together, are you a friend? So they all ask. And the light flashes twice and then explodes. Which is no. Uh, And as that happens, they're screaming. Haley's phone cuts out. They cannot get a hold of Salem again. And this is when shit really hits the fan, man. So, like the strong, independent woman she is, Haley decides she's going to take over. She's like, guys, I remember what Salem said. I've done this a couple of times. Let's go ahead and just imagine that rope through your door to the spirit realm. Let's imagine just cutting it. Let's take the spirits for their time, apologize, and blow out our candles. So they do all that. And it doesn't do anything. Spoiler alert, it doesn't jack shit. So they're all, like, feeling a little bit better Radina takes everyone to the bathroom with her while she's using the toilet. We don't see anything. Don't worry about that. But she's like, hell, if I'm going to go somewhere by myself right now, do I look stupid to you? She calls her boyfriend. He doesn't answer. His phone is in the bathroom. She's like, guys, did you see Alan leave? And they're like, no. So she's like, I'm going to call his brother. Maybe he went to his brother's. And as she's doing that, Gemma's like, guys, I think I'm going to head out. And they're like... Well, maybe we should wait for Dina. She's like, nah. Dina had put herself on mute and walked away. So she's like, hey, bye, bye, Emma. And she's like trying to say bye to Caroline. They're like, Caroline, where are you? And she, they see her walk through the door and go over to her dresser and open her dresser and grab her phone and stare at her phone. And they're like, is she on mute? Can she not hear us? And they're like, oh, I think that's her background. And then all of a sudden something comes at the screen of Caroline's computer, and the computer is like, bah, 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 bah. and so Haley's like, I think her, com- her laptop just fell, maybe I should call her. So she's trying to call her, and she's getting nothing. In the meantime, Caroline's walking through, or Caroline, Emma is walking through her own house downstairs, and she sees a filter just standing in the corner. And this is not a fun face filter, y'all. This is uh, one of them filters that you're like, "Mm, mm, mm." it's like this creepy ass mask and it's staring off into the distance until she reaches her hand out and goes to touch it and then it stares right at her and you're like, oh, give me shivers the first time I saw it. So then she backs up and she's like, holy tits, basically. She grabs some flour, which is a smart move, and starts kind of shaking the flour in front of her. Uh, I don't think she shook it far enough to have hit the entity if it was standing where the filter was, but um, she does get a good amount of flour on the floor well enough that we can see footprints moving through it when she looks down. Of course, she freaks out. All of the cabinets and drawers in her kitchen slam open. Stuff starts falling out. She runs through screaming, and they're sitting there, uh, Gemma and... Haley are sitting there watching and they're like oh my gosh Emma you gotta get out of there you gotta get out of there and as she's staring through the doorway to her kitchen she's like you know you can tell she's like should I go back in what should I do so she's about to go back in but then we look down and see flower footprints which I love uh and then she runs back upstairs and gets under slams her door shut gets under her covers and they're like okay we just all need to get out of our houses Uh, Haley's had some weird shit happening in her house too, just stuff slamming, things falling, and they're like, we just gotta get out. All of us have to get out, everybody, let's go, we're all gonna go at once, and then they're trying to get Redina's attention, and they're like, Redina, Redina, um, and she is like, 
what? And the second she says what, Alan falls from the ceiling and fucking he's dead. So she goes to run out uh, of her own apartment and she gets grabbed and dragged away and she's screaming and then there's a little blood splot splotch on her screen and that's it. That's the last we hear from Redina. And everybody's like freaking out and as they're about to leave, um, Caroline starts like appearing and disappearing appearing and disappearing and her face is bloody and you can just tell whatever has her whatever spirit this is it's slamming her face into her keyboard and it's really funny because I didn't notice the first watch but the second watch I did there's like little zoom chat like scribbles and they're like just random key smashes and it's because her fucking face is getting smashed into the keyboard and it's sending those messages and they're like what is she trying to say and then all of a sudden her face pops up and it's all bloody and then she gets slammed a few times and she looks into the camera and she's all bloody and she's like help me and then she gets slammed a bunch and they're like ah and then Haley gets taken uh, by the entity and so Gemma's like fuck this she puts on her mask and she's like I'm gonna go get Haley and Emma's like don't leave me alone and she's like you'll be fine on your own Emma you'll be fine you'll be fine and she takes her phone with her to her credit but she loses connection to the zoom call so poor Emma is just under her covers in her house sobbing and all of a sudden Teddy's screen appears <laughs> fucker bounced for most of the horror but he's back now at the worst possible time and he's got his little clown, and he's, like, trying to freak him out. Joke's on you, Teddy. We're already freaked the fuck out. Nothing can get worse from here. <laughs> At least that's kind of what you think when he appears. But it definitely does. So, um, Teddy's like, you know, where's everybody? Blah, blah, blah. You guys are fucking with me. And Emma's like, no, you need to get out of the house, Teddy. Like, you need to leave. And, uh, the lights go off, and he, and Emma's like, you gotta leave. And he's like, nah, it's fine. And this happens all the time in the country. The lights just go off. I gotta go find the breaker box. It's fine. And then we get some good jump scares in Teddy's segment. He's going up the stairs, and as his phone turns the corner, there's, like, this freak monster in the camera, and he runs away. A bunch of shit shoots out at him. He goes and runs outside, and Jenny, his girlfriend, gets picked up, and her neck gets snapped in midair, and then she just drops into their pool, and you're like, holy shit. So then he runs into the barn, and... Emma's like, this isn't going to work, Teddy. Like, you need to leave. You need to listen to me or you're going to die. And he's sitting there and all of a sudden you hear the fucking Freddy Fazbear music box. Just kidding. It's his Nan's music box. And he gets up and goes over to it and then it catches fire and something hits him and then he's laying on the ground and then he catches fire and it's a really cool shot because the screen freezes um, and it, you can still hear him screaming uh, even though it's frozen on like a moving flame and that's just like how his camera stays for the rest of the duration which is super fucking cool and emma being all alone decides she's gonna stand up and she's about to leave but then she notices something by her door so then she throws a blanket over it and it just envelops this thing so it goes from being you know clear air she throws the blanket over it and it just hangs around this thing like a fucking sheet ghost and of course she freaks out and she jumps out her own fucking window and it's so cool because her phone or her laptop or whatever it is hits the ground first and we see her slam into a picnic bench and it is 
fucking awesome. And these actresses had to do, like, basically, because this was the pandemic, they had minimal contact with everyone else and minimal physical contact with the stunt coordinators and all that sort of thing. And these actresses did their own stunts. Um, and they did their own makeup. Um, they had a Zoom call with makeup artists and they would, you know, instruct them on how to do their makeup. And it looks fucking great. Everything about this movie looks really, really good. Uh, so they're, you know, they've got the, the screens now of Caroline's just looping through. Teddy's has got the flame. Regina's got the blood splotch. And then Emma's is on her broken picnic bench. And we hear something in Haley's screen, and all of a sudden, we hear this glass shattering, and em- Gemma crawls through her window. And she sees on the on the laptop screen that everybody else is frozen, and she just kind of, you can see, she's like horrified, she assumes everybody's fucked, and this bottle flies out of nowhere and hits her in the head. And you think that that's where the movie's gonna end. But it doesn't. She gets up, she grabs the laptop, she moves forward into this room, and she finds Haley! Which, not gonna lie, first time I saw this, I thought Haley was already dead. I was very surprised to see Haley alive. And Haley has this, um, oh, what are they called? Those cameras? I know what they're called. I just, mind fart. Uh, Polaroid, that's the one. Enjoy that weird silence of me trying to figure out what the fuck Polaroid is. Um, so she's got a Polaroid and she takes it with them because she thinks she sees something. And so she takes a photo and it flashes and you don't see anything. And then she takes another and it flashes and you don't see anything. And I think it does five flashes. So three is usually like the max and then you get the scare. Or you get two and then on the third you get the scare. So when they hit four, I'm like, are they not going to do the scare? But then on the fifth one, they do a jump scare and it is so good because it kind of just... It kind of makes you relax a little bit. You're like, oh, maybe nothing's there. And then, boom, hits you. And the funniest thing ever, the Zoom call ends because they've run out of their 60 minutes. (laughs) And the first time I saw it, my immediate reaction was anger. I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, oh, yeah, Zoom calls really do only last 60 minutes for free Zoom calls. (laughs) So then I started laughing, and I thought that was funny. And honestly, like... Now that I've seen it a bunch of times, I can't imagine a better ending for a movie that's supposed to be just, like, a a snapshot in time. Uh, Because, like, that is the most frustrating thing about Zoom, uh, was your, your, like, automatic end time at 60 minutes, unless you paid for premium or whatever the fuck it was. So, it was a lot of fun watching this movie, and I think... For those of us who have lived through the pandemic, it will continue to be fun. Like, I just think it's amazing because, like, you know, it's literally just a snapshot in time. Um, I think when my kids, when I have kids and they get older, I'm going to show them this movie and they're going to be like, what? Things were like that? Yeah, things were like that for a little while. Like, it's just really interesting and really funny. And if you're someone who's like, oh, the pandemic wasn't that bad, go watch this movie because then you'll remember and you're like, oh, yeah, that fucking sucked. But um, the characters, like I said, are lots of fun in this movie. It's got a couple of really good jump scares. Um, The makeup is really good. And at the end of this movie, so I don't know how it is if you buy the DVD, but on Shudder, it automatically 
plays actually no that's not true um on the dvd it automatically plays the seance that the cast and crew did so some of the cast and crew got together and did a zoom seance and it's really fun because you can see where they pulled some of these ideas for the movie from and it is super cool and it's super freaky um because some of the stuff that i mean of course they could doctor it whatever whatever um but it's really spooky, the stuff that goes on in their seance. Like, they lose track of their uh, spiritist, I guess you would call her, um, who's helping them conduct the seance, and so they have to call her, and then that's what happens in the movie. It's just, it's really funny. Like, you can definitely see where they pulled some of the inspiration from. But I think overall this movie, I mean, it's 65 minutes. It's a quick watch. It's a lot of fun. And the character dynamics are also a lot of fun, and I think a big portion of that goes to just the acting on the actresses parts and then also their real life friendship uh, they work really well together in this movie and I absolutely love this movie um like I said it's it's just gonna be interesting to see how this movie ages um and how many generations like go by before before people forget that that's what it was like um it's an interesting snapshot and this was done by a bunch of, you know, indie filmmakers who were like, let's just make a movie. Like, fuck it, we're bored. This is a pandemic. We got nothing better to do. Let's make a fucking movie. And it turns out really fun. Uh, really, really, really good. Um, it's not, like, horrifying or horror scary. Like, it's kind of like paranormal activity level. But it's really fun to watch with a group of friends, with the lights off. Recommend not watching it while your dogs are chewing on plastic bottles. Kind of ruins the ambiance of the movie. But I do recommend this one. Uh, you can find it on Shudder. Sometimes you can find it in Walmart on DVD. And you can definitely order it on DVD from Amazon or something else, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, let me know what you guys thought of Host if you've seen it. If not, go watch it and then let me know. Uh, this has been Beware the Moon Podcast. Everybody stay blessed, stay safe, and as always, beware the moon. Beware the moon.